0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked
1: On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm your Monday host, Bo Brock, daily host of Locked On Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, we're on a daily basis. We're talking Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt. Are the Redbirds good enough to contend in a stacked NFC West? Yeah, we're talking about that. Check us out on a daily basis over at Locked On Cardinals. Today's episode of the Locked On NFL podcast, though, is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's podcast, Hard Knocks goes for the ratings grab instead of maybe telling a different story. Our pre-training camp team previews continue with a pair of teams looking to make some noise in the AFC. I'm going to ask Jeff Lloyd of Lockdown Browns if Cleveland is the team to beat in the AFC North and Tyler Rowland of Lockdown Titans. Is Tennessee better than their 11-win AFC South title performance in 2020 with the acquisitions of Julio Jones and Bud Dupree? Belated, happy fourth of July to everybody out there. Basically tailgating in July for us football fans. Uh, you know, what's on the grill? We want to know. Let us know at Locked On Network or tell me at B O B R A C K. Just what's your top seed? Is it a hamburger? Is it grilled chicken? Is it a hot dog? My God, did you see Joey Chestnut house seventy six hot dogs yesterday? took home his 14th Nathan's Famous International Hot Dog Eating Contest title. He had over 26 more hot dogs than second place. Just unbelievably, like, kind of vomit-inducing performance. And apparently ESPN's feed of the event experienced technical difficulties, so I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that you couldn't marvel at the Goat Frankfurt Eater wolf down a record 7-6. But I would make this bet. I don't know if this is on betonline.ag, the over-under, that football's goat Tom Brady has never eaten 76 hot dogs in his entire life. As far as his palate's concerned, the guy's kind of a weirdo. He's never had a strawberry in his entire life, or at least claims to have never had one. Strawberries are delicious. But uh, today, Brady and NFL's reigning MVP and battled Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, they hit the links today for the match, two with P.J. Golfers Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, It's the sequel to the Tiger woods Peyton manning Manning-Brady-Lefty matchup from May of 2020, which uh, once we were like right in the thick of the pandemic, that was a nice little um, just exit of real life to watch those four compete. Today is the sequel to that. It is coming to you from the spectacular Moonlight Basin in Big Sky, Montana. Just a beautiful setting, and it sits at an elevation of roughly 7,500 feet. So you've got two big football players And Bryson DeChambeau, lefty, can hit strike the ball well as as well. So you should see some absolutely just bomb drives. You know, with the smack talk from Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, it should be must see TV. It's scheduled to tee off at five Eastern today. I'm tuning into that. Speaking of things I tune into each and every season, it's Hard Knocks, and HBO tab Dallas Cowboys for third time to be featured on the series. And I got to be honest with you. I'm bummed with the selection. Not like due to my disdain for the boys, even though I'm not not you know, tra- full transparency. I'm not the biggest Cowboys fan. I grew up in the Washington D.C. area, and you can kind of come to your own conclusions. But I, I've become a little bit more objective these days. But you know, if I wanted to watch an old guy screw things up on HBO, I'm I'm going to tune in to curb your enthusiasm. It's a lot more entertaining than Jerry Jones, who we've already seen twice before. And, you know, head coach Mike McCarthy has as much personality as a pair of pleated pants. There's just not much there. Now, I will say, as far as the roster's concerned, Dak returning from a gruesome leg injury, that'll be must-see TV, just secured the bag. We'll see what Dak looks like going into this training camp in preseason in pre-2021. And then the behind-the-scenes of Ezekiel Elliott working on a bounce-back year, where in 2020 he was held under 1,000 yards and... Couldn't hold on to the football, though Fumbleitis for Zeke, he had six fumbles. But it's, you know, upset. And I'm not that upset. I mean, hard knocks think you could show me any team and I'm tuning in. Uh, I'd watch leave Schreiber, the narration god, narrate somebody doing their dishes. But uh, in full honesty, I, I wanted to see something different. There was four other teams that were eligible for it. Call me biased. I think the Arizona Cardinals would have been a great pick. Sure, it's Houston West these days. We've already seen J.J. Watt, the workout montage, the cringy rapping, and DeAndre Hopkins on a previous season. But I think Kyler Murray would have been fascinating to kind of learn more about. He's more of a reserved, quiet signal caller. Cliff Kingsbury is a guy that failed at the college level. Somehow he got a head coaching gig at the next level. You know, it'd be interesting to see K2 and how, what makes him tick and how he's behind the scenes, so we won't see that. Or Carolina was another option. Matt Rule entering his second season, Sam Darnold coming over, probably his last chance to be a starting quarterback. Denver, the Giants, both. I would take any of those options over Dallas for a third time. But the criteria was no first-year head coach, coach teams, no teams that have been hard knocks the last 10 years, or teams that have made the playoffs the last two seasons. Cowboys checked all the boxes. They've struggled. Look, I mean, this has been a team that it's popular beyond belief. It's by far the most popular team in the league, no doubt about it. But as far as success, America's team has less playoff victories the last quarter century than the Jets, the Cardinals, the Jaguars, and the Panthers. That was pointed out by radio host Dan Lebitard. But look, HBO goes for the ratings grab, and they'll tab Dallas 10 times out of 10 that they're eligible to be on the series. One last news and note before we get to Jeff Lloyd here of Lockdown Browns. Veteran wide receiver Josh Gordon has submitted his reinstatement letter to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell in hopes of being with the team for training camp. The NFL suspended Gordon back in December of 2019 for violations of its policies of substance abuse and performance-enhancing substances. That was Gordon's sixth suspension since 2013. And his fifth some form of substance abuse, according to ESPN Stats and information research. So, Gordon, we know, uber-talented. If he can stay on the field, a lot of people believe he can help a team out. Again, imagine that uh, maybe outside of Cleveland, where it seems like he's kind of burned that bridge, that there would be 31 teams that will be kicking the tires on you know a physically gifted wide receiver, and if they can help out their passing attack. Speaking of the Browns, a wildly successful 2020 campaign 11 wins, wild card round victory. They push the Chiefs to the brink. Is Cleveland the team to beat in the AFC North now? We ask Locked Browns host Jeff Lloyd on the Locked On NFL podcast. Your NBA Finals matchup is set. It's the Milwaukee Bucks taking on Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. The Suns, the early favorites to win this series and are the series opening favorites at 5.5 at home. Now, we don't know the status of Giannis, but if you want any of that action, go to Bet Online. It's your fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, of course, in full swing. Track it all, bet online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, tip basketball drop, hockey puck. Go to Bet Online on your laptop, your cell, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head over to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. You put down a hundred bucks, you'll get fifty free dollars to play around with. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, we continue our pre training camp team previews here on the Lockdown NFL podcast. The Cleveland Browns were probably the best third place team we'd seen in a long time. Certainly, last NFL season's best third place team. They won 11 games under first year head coach Kevin Stefanski, and they blew the doors off rival Pittsburgh in the wild card round. That's a pretty successful team or season for any Browns fan. Jeff Lloyd of Lockdown Browns joins us. Jeff. Dash L J Dash Lloyd on Twitter. Jeff, I saw a list ranking Cleveland the most complete roster in the NFL, even more complete than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs. Is that possible? I, you know, I would say that's maybe a tad bit, you know, premature. Um, but you
2: look at some of the pieces that were put in place. You know, there's, you know, having Miles Garrett is one of the biggest advantages this defense has. There's very few people in the NFL that you can say is an equal. To and not in terms of you know production, but as far as the type of freak athlete at the position, Jadavian Clowney fits that bill. Uh, you needed a lot of work in this secondary, so what do they do? They got the top safety in the market and John Johnson the third. You have Grant Delpit coming back, uh, Ronnie Harrison. You know even though it was in and out, you know through injuries and COVID scare in 2020, turned out to be a really solid player for them. The linebacking core, it's going to be very piecemeal. There's going to be players who are going to play on first and 10. They want to play a lot of nickel and dime, which you know adds to the uh, drafting of Jeremiah Wusu koromoa I think the key offensively is that you're keeping almost every single thing intact. So you finally get to see some continuity, which Baker Mayfield has never had in the NFL. Nobody on the Browns has ever had in their time with being with Cleveland. You add a playmaker in Anthony Schwartz, uh, you just find a way to keep this going. The offense was really, really solid for them last year. Now you're to the point where maybe there's enough weapons on defense year and add nine new starters, most likely, uh, to a defense last year that did the best they could with Joe Woods, but just was severely, severely you know, lacking in talent. But now Joe Woods, who talked about, I want to play a lot of nickel, I want to play a lot of dime, he now has the potential to do that and the personnel to do that with.
1: With all that being said, I mean, and we looked at how things finished out last year. You had the hot start to Pittsburgh, and then they kind of tapered off, and they got crushed, as I'd mentioned, by the Browns in the playoffs. And then you have, of course, Lamar Jackson and Baltimore Ravens, who seem to be here to stay for a while. They've had a pretty decent offseason as well. Are the Browns, though, in your opinion, poised to win the AFC North this season? I think they are in a really, really, really good position. I think they had a better offseason
2: than Baltimore did. Baltimore is going to have to redo their offensive line a little bit. We'll see how that you know gels for them. Um, the other thing is I think the Browns got a very favorable bounce with their schedule. The fact that the Browns will play the Ravens for the first time in a Sunday night game. They have the bye week. And then they play the Ravens the following week at home. The Browns could basically just close their eyes to nothing but the Baltimore Ravens for 22 straight days. And even if they, maybe they fall a little short, that first one, they should be amped up to go two weeks later when they face them again. Baltimore will already have had their bye week in the season. So the Browns got a really, really good bounce there. I don't think... Pittsburgh is going to be a threat here. I think Cincinnati, it's maybe at least a year and some players away. I think it's going to be Cleveland versus Baltimore. Um, it's going to be, obviously, I think a lot of it, you, you probably figure a split between the two. So it'll come down to games in between, you know, that either team either wins wins or loses but I, I think everything's there. I truly do. And, you know, the, uh, the Ravens obviously you know, spent their first-round selection on a wide receiver. And I love Rashad Bateman. I think he's a fantastic mm-hmm. player. But I think they just don't understand exactly what wide receiver works yet with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And it's okay because it's not truly hindering them. But they keep throwing more and more ammunition at the wide receiver. At some point, you got to understand or in question maybe, you know, Lamar, it's just wide receiver is not that big of a thing for him. Or right. maybe their system really doesn't work that well as far as having a true bonafide number one wide receiver. If Browns are, you know, they get a healthy version of Odell, which seems like it's going to be. You're extremely deep at the wide receiver position. You're deep at the running back position. You have a great offensive line. And hopefully now you're more athletic on D where you can handle Lamar Jackson and you don't get burned by these 40 yard gains that basically come out of nowhere and kill you when you play Lamar Jackson and the Ravens.
1: Jeff Floyd, locked on Browns joins us here on the lockdown NFL podcast, Bo Brock hanging out with you. And uh, let's talk about the Browns quarterback and three seasons of Baker Mayfield. And I feel like we've seen three kind of different versions of Baker took care better care of the football last year after leading the NFL with 21 picks in 2019 the browns lean heavily though on that run game is the offensive game plan jeff the kind of the status quo going from 2020 to 2021 run the ball or could we see baker rip it a bit more in
2: 2021 i think the advantage is here and with as well as baker played in 2020 i think we're going to f- Probably see the first time where Baker's got to play a little bit more of an up tempo style on offense. Hmm. It's certainly going to help that he and Coach Stefanski now have a good relationship with each other going into year two. Baker's never had this opportunity before. But you look at the amount of weapons you have, and you know when you're you so deep as they are at tight end, you're so deep as they are at wide receiver. You have these running backs, and Baker played very well in a high tempo offense in his days in Oklahoma. If you have all these skill guys, why wouldn't you want to maybe pick up the pace a little bit? run a few more plays. A, number one, you're going to tire out the defense. Not that the run game doesn't do that, but you're able to you know, run more plays, get more guys involved, Austin Hooper, David Ajoku, Harrison Bryant. You're going to find the ways to get the wide receivers involved. You have Nick. You have Kareem. You've got a really, really nice lineup of guys at the skill position. It might be time to pick it up a little bit because, you know, again, if you're competing against Buffalo – Baltimore, Kansas City, these are teams now that consistently score in the 30s. So you got to get yourself to, you know, acclimated, accustomed to that style where, you know, in order. Yeah, there's going to be drives that don't work out, but you got to make up for that drives. And one of the ways to do that is if everything's clicking, there's no reason to take your foot off the gas pedal.
1: Last question for you. What's the best, uh, I guess, storyline going into Brown's training camp?
2: I think the fact that there's not much of a storyline right now is probably a good thing, but I think it's going to be coming down to, you know, you have to understand that there are so many new parts on this defense. There's going to be, you know, a little bit of time, you know, playing Kansas city week one, probably surely does not help that, but it's going to take time for this defense to get gelling. Are they going to be a top 10 defense come week one? No. Could they be, you know, gearing towards a top 10 defense by midseason? Perhaps, but if all goes right, you get a lot of people that, you know, hopefully health, you know, maintains and stays well. You could be talking, you know, towards three-quarter point, towards the end of the season. They're playing like a top-ten defense, and I think, you know, that late in the year where the games matter so much more, that's going to be the fun part to watch is, you know, it could be eight, it could be nine returning uh, brand-new starters on this defense. That's the key here. We know the players on offense. We know all of them. There's going to be one or two that are mixed into the fold here, you know, that are rookies. But the defense is really the part where you're going to have the eyes on.
1: Follow him on Twitter at Jeff-LJ-Lloyd. And, of course, listen to him on a daily basis, Locked On Browns. Jeff, non-football question to get you out of here. Yesterday, 4th of July, huge grilling day. What, uh, What makes for the perfect barbecue?
2: Oh, see, for me and, and for anybody, look, this time of year, this type of holiday, it, it's it's a variety. You know, you never know who's coming over. You never know who right. you invited. Look, every now and then, you may have somebody that's got to eat light. So you might, there might be some seasoned up chicken breast. But you go chicken, you go beef, you go pork, a little bit of everything. And then, you know, as it goes on, they've had the good food, the people who are still straggling around. Hey, you know, who's ready for a dog or some burgers? And that's when you start to get to the point of, all right, folks, you know, we all got to get to sleep. So it might be time to head yourselves <laughs> up on out of here.
1: You said it perfectly. I, I love it. Yeah, good variety, and then send them on their merry way. Jeff Floyd, let's do it right now. Have a good one, man. Appreciate your time, as always. Yeah, we'll be talking soon, Bo. We'll be talking soon. Uh, Cards, Browns, round Week two. 17, Baker, right?
2: Yes, Baker, Kyler, round two.
1: Can't wait. Another team that wants to make a lot of noise in the AFC are the Tennessee Titans. Our guy Tic Tac, Tyler. Tyler Rollin. He's going to answer whether or not this Titans roster is is better than the one that just took home the AFC South in 2020 and won 11 games. It's the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Yesterday, we celebrated living in the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. And with that, living here, we get the freedom of choice each and every day. Choose to eat the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. Absolutely. And right now, there's a limited-time flavor. It's the Built Bar Grasshopper Cookie. You're like, are there real grasshoppers in it? No! No, there's not, but available this week only from July 6th through 9th. Get the Bilt Bar flavor Grasshopper Cookie. What's it taste like? This Bilt Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. You love Girl Scout cookies? Well, it's right here in a delicious tasting protein bar. All the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of muscle-packing protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. Look, if you don't want a protein bar that tastes like a Girl Scout cookie, then go ahead. We've got nine delicious flavors that you can rely upon. Coconut, cherry parcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. There's a flavor for everyone, and you don't have to cut any health corner. 17 to 18 grams of protein. 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Did you know that Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team? It's pretty cool. Right now, go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. There are a few places I feel more vulnerable than being in an auto part store because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for that local chain of auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless, seemingly intimidating questions? Wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer. You have access to rockauto.com at your home and right there in your pocket on your smartphone. Save time. Save money when using Rock Auto. Choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more on the same parts at a chain store or car dealership. Don't do it anymore. Rock Auto is a family business. Serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto part car needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And how did you hear about us? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. We're back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. Bo Brock hanging out with you on another Monday edition of the show in another AFC team with lofty expectations of the Tennessee Titans. Our pre-training camp team previews continue, Tyler Rowland, of course, Tic Tac Tyler, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. He joins us, and he's the host, of course, of Locked On Titans. Tyler, before we get into the conversation about the Titans, you know, yesterday, July 4th, What's a staple on your backyard barbecue, your grill, on July 4th? Well, I know that
0: everybody normally on July the 4th or just grilling in general, you think of the heavy meats. You think about a steak, think about ribs, maybe smoking a brisket, something like that. For me, I actually really, really enjoyed grilled chicken wings. I know a lot of people prefer their fried counterpart, but me getting a bunch of wings, seasoning them up with different things, getting some sauces, things like that going, I, I love a, a big grill filled with, uh, with grilled chicken wings and uh, on the vegetable side, you can't go wrong with some broccoli on the grill. I love wow. the flavor and the texture and the crisp. I know I'm, I'm getting crazy here. I'm not talking heavy red meats and I'm talking vegetables, but I think along with some of these staples like burgers and hot dogs, you get you some chicken wings out there on a plate with some grilled crisp veggies. I think it can definitely set off the Independence Day cookout.
1: No doubt about it. I mean, my God. I mean, my mouth is watering and I'm not going to disagree with you on the grilled buffalo wings or just wings in general. Mm-hmm. I, I think our guy Joe Marino would probably slap me in the face for just saying Buffalo with grilled wings because <laughs> he would say that's not yeah. not in the same conversation. But, yeah, I'm in for it. Once we start talking broccoli, I'm out. I'm out. That's un-American, my friend. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You got to get the greens in there, of course. Tyler, Rollins. They definitely won't call you Bo Broccoli. That's <laughs> Oh, sure. boy. All right, let's get back on track here. Let's talk about this Tennessee Titans team. I mean, this offseason, Tyler – I mean, you see former top five pick Corey Davis, tight end Jonu Smith, cornerback Malcolm Butler, pass rusher D- Jadavian Clowney. They all walk via free agency. They cut corner and Dory Jackson, but add Julio Jones, Bud Dupree. It, can you say that this Titans team that won 11 games in 2020 is, is better on paper than last season at this point?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they are, and my and my big thing was when you lose Corey Davis and you lose Jonu Smith, how do you replace them? And the Titans didn't do that adequately enough in in early free agency or in the draft, but when you take it to the account the move of Julio Jones, I think that allows the Titans to be just as good on offense as they were last year. I think that the addition of Julio Jones can kind of counterbalance. Julio Jones and Anthony Ferkser against Jonu Smith and Corey Davis I don't necessarily think that the Titans got worse in that matter. I, I think the the general consensus on consensus on Jonu Smith is a little higher than I personally am on him as a player after watching him for four years. Uh, same with Corey Davis. So I think the Titans got better if you look at that two versus two on offense to keep the offense the same. And then on defense, I like what the Titans have on paper on defense this year a lot more than I do what they had last year. So uh, I actually think that the Titans, at least on paper, you got to play the games. But on paper, I think that the 2021 Titans roster is better than the 2020 Titans roster.
1: As we sit here on July 5th, a couple of weeks from training camp opening up and, of course, uh, what, under 70 days, until the kickoff for the NFL regular season. Can you see GM John Robinson adding any other pieces between now and then? And where could that possibly be? I think there's two more
0: moves that the Titans will ultimately make. Uh, right now they have right around $7 million in cap space, depending on which outlet you you go to to solidify your opinion there, whether that be you know a spot track or an over-the-cap. It looks like the Titans are right around $7 million. And I think that they will go out and they'll re-sign kicker Stephen Goskowski. Right now they're letting two young guys battle it out, a Blake Heibel, an undrafted rookie, out of Ohio State, and then Tucker McCann out of Missouri who was on the team as an undrafted Drafted free agent from last year. I think the Titans are in a win now mode. They expect to be a playoff team and you just can't go into the season relying on those two guys. So they'll bring back Goskowski, who struggled early in the year in 2020, but once the Titans replaced their long snapper, didn't miss a kick hmm. uh, except one throughout the rest of the season. He was phenomenal throughout the back half of the year, incredibly accurate once the Titans tra- uh, changed over long snappers. So now the Titans bring in little known or little mentioned, Free agent acquisition. They bring in Morgan Cox, who was the hmm. NFL's all pro long snapper last year from the Baltimore Ravens. So I think you bring back Goskowski to pair with Cox and you feel comfortable about your kicking situation. You have one of the best punters in the league in Brett Kern. So you're good there. But ultimately, I think the Titans either add a body at tight end. Or at edge rusher, you look at some possible veteran edge rushers out there like a Melvin Ingram or a Justin Houston. I think that would help the Titans out with their edge depth. And then you look at the tight end spot. The Titans could look to make a low-end trade for maybe a guy like O.J. Howard if he gets on the deal. David Njoku from the Browns wanted a trade early last year, so maybe there's something to be had there to solidify the tight end group. I don't like as much what they got in free agency, but maybe Zach Ertz gets released, and I think the Titans, with a team like the Bills would be in front of the line to try to bring in him for his services. So I think the Titans make two more additions at kicker, bringing back Goskowski, and then either an edge or a tight end in free agency.
1: Tic Tac Tyler joins us here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast. We're doing a pre-training camp preview looking at the Tennessee Titans. And uh, the mantra there has been for a long time, run the damn ball. That's uh, you know what it's been in the Music City. King Henry leads the NFL, Tyler, with 681 rush attempts since 2019. That's nearly 120 more than Dalvin Cook, who's second. With the addition Uh of Julio Jones, A.J. Brown is healthy as of right now. Can we see the Titans move from run the damn ball to maybe run the damn ball still a lot, but just not as much in 2021?
0: Well, of course, the secret all along was the Titans wanted teams to hear run the damn ball and <laughs> not hear the the fine print of, and then we're going to play action off of it. Because right. that's really where the Titans would get teams is when they're so worried about the run and for good reason. But what I've said throughout the offseason and since the Titans lost Arthur Smith and put in Todd Downing as the new offensive coordinator, is we need to blend what Arthur Smith and Matt LaFleur laid as the foundation and then add in some of the things that Todd Downing actually had success with during his time as offensive coordinator with the Oakland Raiders in 2017. He was one of the more productive RPO passing offenses as the helm of the offense there in Oakland. They did a lot with matchup-based thing, like isolating tight ends, isolating certain wide receivers when they got certain matchups, using motion to create matchups. And I think the Titans, as I've kind of intimated the, the metaphor that I've been going with throughout the summer, is the Titans have their fastball in the run game and the change up with the play-action pass game. They need to add the slider. They need to add the curveball to their repertoire whether that be the RPO game whether that be those individual matchups and now you have Julio Jones now you have an Anthony Ferkser who's going to get an elevated role as a tight end who's a matchup nightmare and then of course you have AJ Brown still so when you think about the type of players that can be used in advantageous matchups and then you think about what the Titans already have of As a foundation, I'm hoping that we see the offense evolve while still having that core, you know, theme of what it needs to be and run the damn ball. Have some other out pitches they can go to when teams kind of stuff that up, as we saw certain times throughout last year.
1: No, no sticky stuff. It's against the rules now. You got to take that. Right, (laughs) right. Can't be doing that. You know, (laughs) the Titans are going
0: to have to, you know, get checked out, pull their pants down, (laughs) check the belt. It could get crazy out there.
1: Last question for you, Tyler. What's the best position battle going into training camp?
0: Uh, I would say right now, and I think it's funny for those who aren't kind of into the baseball scene, our whole interaction just now would be very, very peculiar. But uh, uh, either way, I, I think that it's the right tackle position. The Titans drafted second round rookie Dylan Radins. Uh They It was kind of one of the big surprises of the offseason, but they cut last year's starting right tackle, Dennis Kelly. The year before that, they let Jack Conklin walk. He's one of the best tackles in the league. So the Titans put a premium on the tackle position. GM John Robinson has said that himself. They bring in Kendall Lamb, who was kind of a third uh, tackle for the Browns. Last year, they bring back backup tackle Ty Sambrillo from last year, who experienced a significant injury but should be ready to go for training camp. And then, like I said, they draft the second-round rookie and Dylan Raiden. So the Titans put so much of a premium on the offensive line, on the tackle position because of the way their offense is and all that we just talked about with the offense solidifying that spot and making sure they have the best five-man combination out there to go with the other four solidified starters. I think right now, that's the biggest position battle to watch.
1: Right out of the gates, game one, that offensive line better be ready for J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, Tyler Rollins, Tic Tac Titan, of course, daily host of Locked On Titans. I think the next time we'll talk, probably crossovers, we'll be previewing that week one matchup between Locked On Cardinals and Locked On Titans. Can't wait for it.
0: Yeah, very exciting, and going up against a healthy Kyler Murray is a very scary situation for any team. So it'll be exciting to break that matchup down, and it'll just be exciting to have football back in our lives. Football back in our lives.
1: Make sure to check out not only Tyler on Locked On Titans, but of course, Jeff Lloyd on Locked On Browns. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Follow us at Locked On Network. Tomorrow, Ross Jackson, Lucas Braun, they're going to hook you up with more of your pre-training camp team previews. Tomorrow, it's the New Orleans Saints. You know, Ross Jackson's going to hook you up with some incredible insight looking at the Hootats. You guys have a great rest of your Monday. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you next week the Locked On NFL podcast. Now that you've listened to all the NFL news that you need, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. The NBA Finals, they're about to tip. Get all the insight on the Suns and the Bucks. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.